Hello and welcome to Marty's Party, a podcast about life, love, and celebrating every day. Hello and welcome back to Marty's Party. I'm so excited you're here for episode two. That means you stuck around and you wanted to hear me more, which is funny, not funny. It's great. I'm so excited to be here on this journey with you all and I'm so excited for all the love and support that everyone gave me last week when I dropped the trailer episode um, for my podcast. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm so happy you're here. And if you're new and you haven't listened to the trailer, go listen to it. I titled it episode one, but it's really just a 10-minute trailer about me and what I'm doing with my podcast. Um, Definitely give it a listen and follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined. Also, my Instagram is Marty's Party Pod. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I appreciate all the support and I'm so happy you guys are here. So let's get into this week's podcast. So this week, it is just the new year. Today I'm recording this. It is Thursday, January 4th. So we're fresh week, fresh week. We're fresh into the new year, the first week of the year. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my 2024 ins and outs, which if you follow my Instagram, you have already seen these. Um, I'm going to be talking about my 2024 resolutions. I say that in air quotes because um, I usually set these for myself, but I don't always like go all in and follow them. I'm going to discuss that. Talk about my 2023 goals and resolutions and vision board and what I accomplished last year, just touching on it. And then um, I will also talk about vision boarding and all that fun stuff. So let's get into this week's episode. So if you don't know what ins and outs are, it's this trend right now that's going on all over social media, your 2024 ins and outs, what you want out of this year sort of thing. So my 2024 ins will start on the positive note. I guess they're positive. It really depends on your perspective, of course, because you might be like, Martha, why did you put that on there? And it's just my opinion. But anyways, so for my ends for the year, these are things that I want to keep in 2024 um, from last year or just in general when it comes to my life. Um, So the first thing is baggy sweatshirts, 100%. Like these will always be on my ends list, always. Um, Journaling, which has helped my mental health so much. I, like, can't even describe it. Um, I've always been a writer. If you don't know, in college, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in English. So I've always had journals handy, but I've never, like, really, like, dove into it until the pandemic because I was like, I need to write this on paper. Like, I need to remember this moment. And it has become a big part of my morning routine, my evening routine, just my lifestyle Although I don't do it every day and sometimes I forget and I go months and I'm like, ah, I need a journal. My journal needs to hear this. So that's a big thing for me, wanting to do it in the morning when I wake up just for five minutes. It could be a minute. It could be 30 seconds. Not really 30 seconds. You should do more than 30 seconds. But putting your thoughts on paper has really just transformed my mindset when it comes to like my struggles, um, what's going well in my life, what I want to remember. Um... And those entries can be anything from a first date I had with a guy and I just want to remember it or um, what's going on in my life, what's making me sad, what I'm upset over, what's going great, 
anything. You also can go on Pinterest and find journal prompts. I like to do this sometimes just to like build my brain not build it but like really work with my brain to kind of get more thoughts on paper than just what's going on in my life I like answering questions that I wouldn't really answer unless I was like in a college class or like I had to but I just like to do journal prompts sometimes um and it has been so awesome for me and actually like I just love opening my old journals from 2020 or like 2021 and I read them to myself and I'm like wow that happened and like I wouldn't remember that moment if I didn't write down on paper so that's a big thing for me um and I might actually end up doing a further episode on this but (laughs) we'll see um the next one is reading before bed so last year I read 62 books which is literally insane like, I am a book nerd. I love books. I love reading. Um, but the fact that I read 62 last year is pretty insane. So I use Goodreads. And if you want to be my friend on there, I believe it's just Martha Donnelly. You can follow me on there. But at the beginning of last year, I set it pretty low because the year before I didn't read that many books. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to set it low. I'm going to set it for Let's do, I'll, um, I think in 2022, I read like 20. So I was like, okay, let's set it for 30. So we set it for 30 and I surpre- surpassed the 30. And then I ended up surpassing 50 once I bumped it up from 30 to 50. And then I was just like, okay, I'll leave it at 50. I surpassed it. And then I ended up reading 62 books. And if anyone's wondering like literally how I did this, well, basically what went down last year was... In my day job, um, I get an hour break for lunch, which I'm very grateful for and is super long and it's awesome. And when I first started this job, I was like constantly like scrolling on social media at my lunch break. And I'm like, I need to stop doing this. I need to stop going on TikTok. I need to stop going on Instagram. I need to stop checking Facebook. I need to read. I need to pick up a book and just read it. So... TikTok kind of comes into play with this. A lot of books were trending on TikTok and I really wanted to read them. So I picked them up and I started reading. Um, And I did this during like my morning and afternoon break at work as well as my lunch break. So there were certain weeks or months where I read like seven books in a month, which is literally crazy. But um, that has just been so good for me to just unwind. And so I want to in 2024, make it more of a point to read before bed. Um, and this plays into the next one where I need, I don't want to be on my phone as much. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. It is hard because obviously if you're listening to this, you're most likely listening to this on your phone. Um, you might be at the gym, you might be in the car, you might be home, but you are on your phone and it it is hard in this day and age, um, to be disconnected from our phones. And I'm totally guilty of that. A lot of people know, like, I'm constantly on my phone and I try, like, I've been very, try, very hard trying to not be on my phone so much. Um, and I think everyone does this. It's, just, it's the time frame we're living in right now with a technology-driven age. Like, this is a technology-driven era, per se. Um, so it is hard, but I'm trying to actively make it a point to not be on my phone as much. So... A report back, we're doing, we're trying, that's all we can do. Um, another thing that is in for me is Polaroid pictures. I love my Polaroid camera so much. 
My mom bought it for me on my 16th birthday. It's the pink Instax mini Polaroid camera, and I love it. Um, the film can be a little bit expensive, but I love Polaroids. Like, I love having them. I have so many just from different moments in time, and oh, they're the best, so I think they're in. Um, therapy is in for me. Um, to be totally honest with you, I have been to ther- a therapist since the fall of 2021. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there, but I've been actively seeking a therapist and it's been a struggle to find one. So, I am going to work my best um, at finding a therapist that works for me. And I do want to say this, that I want anyone listening to know that you do not have to be going through something to want to talk to a therapist. I feel like a lot of people don't pursue therapy because they think everything in their life is perfect. And... I just, I wish more people, like, understood. Granted, I'm one to talk because I haven't seen my therapist in so long. But I just feel like I've been actively seeking for one. Also, therapy is expensive, even if you have health insurance. Sometimes it isn't feasible, which sucks, but, you know. Um, But I just want anyone to know that, like, you don't have to, like, have just, like, lost a parent or, like, gone through a huge life event to go see a therapist you can just go see a therapist because you want to or you feel like you just need to talk to someone that isn't someone you know so that's my little tidbit on that and it's gonna lead into the next one the next in is being honest about my feelings about anyone's feelings so this portrays onto dating being honest about what you want is a big thing because Okay, we're in the age of dating apps. I'm 25. I've been on my fair share of dates on a dating app. And I feel like this could end up being an own podcast episode because I hate the dating apps. But anyways, um, I just want to be more intentional intentional about how I feel about someone and I want to be telling them that. And I want them to tell me that. Obviously... You can't just assume someone's going to be honest about their feelings with you. You can't. Um, So I am making it a goal to just be open and honest. And it doesn't have to be just for dating. It's in friendships. It's in issues, conflict, anything like that to just be honest. Like why I just can't stand tiptoeing around someone because I don't want to tell them that something hurt me. Or that I'm sorry I did something wrong and I apologize for it. Like... It's 2024, let's be honest, open communication, let's go. The next one ties into that, and that is no settling. And this is in terms of dating. I'm not settling to meet the man I'm going to marry. I'm not settling just to say I have a boyfriend. Um, And ultimately, this also has led to me deleting the apps, like for good right now. And if you're one of my friends, you're probably laughing while you're listening because the amount of times I tell them, I'm going to delete the apps. Like, I'm done with the apps. I'm I'm going to pause the apps. And it was finally to the point where I was like, this is not good for my mental health. This is not 
how I feel like I'm probably going to meet someone. I do not have anything against the dating apps, but I just know that like right now my head's not in it. So why am I in it? Like if my head and my heart are not in actively trying to find someone and it's not even like I'm like, like when I was on the apps, like I was just like searching like, oh my God, come, come, come. But like, it was more like I just knew I was swiping and I was swiping without paying attention and I wasn't being intentional about it. And it finally got to a point where I was like, this is not for me right now. And maybe in a month or two months or a year or three years or whatever, I pick them back up and I would be intentional about it and it will work out. But like right now, it's not working out and I don't need to be putting energy into something. Because first of all, it's not fair to me. It's also not fair to the other person that I'm matching with that might be messaging me and I'm not putting in my whole um, energy and effort into it. It's just not fair. So that's my tidbit on that. Um, And so, yes, I just kind of got to the point where in 2021, I was like full force on the dating apps, trying so hard. Um, went through a heartbreak and was just like, mm, I don't know. 2022 was still swiping, still going on some dates, but I knew I didn't want to settle then, obviously. I just have known all along I don't want to settle. Um, but it is hard when you think like, oh, you met someone and you're like, you click with them and you go on a few dates and you're like, well, they could be the one. But then they like do something that you're just like, that's not the one. Like they're not, I... So, anyways, and then last year, I do have to say, um, I went on one single date last year, the whole year. It's a little crazy, but I really worked on myself and have come to know that, like, these are certain qualities I want in a man, and they're X, Y, Z, and the guys on the apps are not meeting X, Y, or Z. Why am I still putting effort into it? So, That's kind of what led me to deleting them, Um, but more on that in a future episode probably. So the next thing, the last thing on my ends list for 2024 is morning gym workouts. Um, Actually, it's not the last. There's one more after that. Morning gym workouts, which I can proudly say I have done two gym workouts this week in the morning. Um, I get up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym until about 5.30 come home, shower, eat breakfast, go to work. It's so good for my mental health. And last year I worked with a personal trainer for 12 weeks and it really, I hate the term changed my life because that's so cliche, but it truly just made me a different person um, than I walked into 2023 as. And I even became a little bit different after the training ended because I stopped working out. I gained a lot of weight. Um, and I got diagnosed with a medical, um, condition that now I need to be losing 20 pounds for. Um, and so I now know that like, I need to be putting more energy in going back to the gym. So I made it a point by downloading this app. It is called the Alive app by Whitney Simmons, and I've done it twice I'm in her six-week program. It's called Align. Um, and I love this app. I, there's a seven-day free trial. 
This is not sponsored. Um, there's a seven-day free trial, and then it's $15 a month or $120 for a year, I think it is. So it's a little cheaper if you do the year option, but I'm just going to do it monthly for now. Um, and I can say I've done two out of, so my program's four days a week. I've done two days and I love it. Um, it is so just inspiring. I feel powerful. I just love it. So that being said, I am on my goal, on my goal, on my way to becoming a better version of myself. Um, and with that comes working out in the morning. I've tried after work. I've tried eating a granola bar when I leave work and drive the 20 minutes to my house and go to the gym. And it just hasn't worked out in the sense that when I did the morning workouts, I felt amazing all day. So that is that. And the last thing on my ins list is rest because I'm so guilty of this. I love filling up my schedule to the point where I don't have a room to breathe, a room. I don't have room to breathe. And so in 2024, a big goal of mine is to make it a point to give myself rest time and um, just be able to focus on my rest. So that's that. And now we're going to get into my 2024 outs for the year. So the outs for 2024, the first one I have is the bare minimum. So this plays into many various aspects of my life, but I am a 25-year-old single woman, so this does play into dating. Um, this is something I have learned and grown. I've had so much self-growth with, but... I'm not accepting the bare minimum. So in this sense, um, this means I'm not accepting when a guy asks me for my Snapchat, just my Snapchat. No, I just met you on an app. I'm not giving you my Snapchat. Um, this also means um, not taking me out on a date, just wanting me to come over to his house or his apartment or something like that. We're not doing that. It's 2024. No. Um, if he cannot try to take me out on a date, um, put in effort to text me, call me, see what I'm doing in, I don't mean this in the sense of like texting me all the time, but there is a reasoning behind this for me is I am a strong woman. I am independent. I can pay my own bills, cook my own food go to my job, like all these things by myself that if I want to add you to my life, I expect you and I would expect that you would think the same for a woman that you're dating to want to talk to you, to take you on a date, to hang out with you and not just say, oh, come over to my house before we've even really met. So that's just what I believe with the bare minimum it's also a man treating you like a gentleman, a man being like a gentleman, treating you very nicely, not saying any rude comments about you, not um, just being immature, like just being honestly, this comes back to my in, which was being completely honest about my feelings about someone um, or any situation in my life and 
just the bare minimum, I expect communication if you want to see me, if you want to date me. And I would expect you expect the same thing. Um, I know that there does come play a part of assuming, but if you're leaving your cards on the table and you are telling them how you feel, there's not going to be much room for gray, gray area of communication. So anyways, the next one is to stop having a fake timeline for myself. So we are in the age of comparison and just you're on social media. You're seeing the girls getting engaged. You're seeing the girls get their dream job. You're seeing the girls live in this really nice apartment, driving this really nice car, having kids. Um, And so one big thing for me this year is to stop thinking I have this certain timeline on how things are supposed to happen. Like I'm supposed to be dating by 27 in a serious relationship. He's supposed to have gotten on his knee and proposed to me by 29. I'm supposed to have four kids by 20. No, four kids by like 33. No, like I, as hard as it is, it's society. It's kind of like these, you graduate high school at 18, you graduate college at 22, you're in your career at 25, your life is great. You're married by 30, you have kids by 35, you whatever. Um... So I've been trying wholeheartedly to stop having a timeline for myself when things should happen because I've learned that when things are meant to happen to you, you can't mess them up, number one. And number two, they're going to happen on the timeline that they're supposed to happen. So um, I just think that like it's really hard because you set your own standards for yourself and you also subconsciously, whether you know if you're doing it or not, I feel like everyone sort of sets a timeline for themselves. Like they're like, well, I want to be married by 30. I want to be like trying for a kid by 31. And even if you don't vocalize it out in the open, it is subconsciously like in your brain. So I'm trying my best to not focus on timeline because it can be really just detrimental without even realizing it. Um... And this is kind of goes into like the dating aspect where I feel like if I don't have a timeline, I don't feel rushed to feel like I need to, I need to settle or I need to take the bare minimum because I feel like I need a kid by the age I think I need a kid. But really, I probably won't have a kid for four more years after the age I thought I was going to have one. Um, so working on that. The next one is stop trying to be busy all this time. Stop trying to say yes to everything. Just because you're a people pleaser. Stop people pleasing. Um, And another one that plays into the bare minimum is stop telling myself that I'm going to never find the person that I'm supposed to be with. Um, I'm guilty of this all the time. And I don't mean it in like a negative way when I feel like I talk about it to myself or my friends. I just sometimes when you're in the trenches and you're in the season of your life where you are single. And you're like one of the only ones single in your circle. It can feel so isolating and it can feel like I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have the kids. I'm not going to live the life I've always wanted to live. And this also plays into the timeline because if you feel like you're never going to find the one, it's because you, not always, but I believe that it is because you feel like You need to be married by 30. So you feel like you're never going to find the one. But at the same time, you're setting up this fake timeline for yourself where you really have so much time. But in your mind, you're like, well, 30 is approaching. I'm 26. I haven't found someone. I'm not going to get married. 
And so I'm just trying so hard to not put the timeline on myself and stop feeling like I'm not going to find the one. Because as one of my best friends always says, and if she's listening, she's probably laughing. Um, she always tells me that I'm going to find someone when I least expect it. And I literally hate that phrase so much. Um, mainly just because it's cliche and it's overused. Um, no harm if you use it in your daily life, but I don't love it. So the next one is one-sided friendships. And I'm going to do a whole episode on this because um, last year, 2023, was really a year that opened my eyes when it came to friendships and came to effort that I'm putting in them versus what I'm receiving. And I think it's it's hard. Um, I don't, I don't think it's hard. I know it's hard because, um, you can be friends with someone for a while and as like the things that you had in common disperse and are not what you have in common as much anymore, you graduate college or you graduate high school and you just lose touch. Um, it can, when you're the only one communicating, realize like you think the friendship's still there. And then you realize you're the only one communicating. You're the only one picking up the phone. The other person is barely answering. Like, it becomes a cycle. And so, for me, when I see that happening, I pull away. And this doesn't mean that if I'm going to pull away from this one friend and they contact me in six months and want to get coffee or something, it doesn't mean I'm going to say no. It just means I know my time is valuable and I know that I can't keep being the only person putting an effort to make something work. So... That is that. Um, and another big one is to stop trying to stay in contact with someone just because you once had a connection with them. This is a big thing for me because I'm me and I really am a communicator. I'm a connector. I feel like I like reaching out to make sure the bond is there with someone, whether it's a friendship or it's a relationship, even when things are far done. And this doesn't mean I always reach out to, like, my ex-boyfriends or, like, ex-situationships or anything like that. It's more in the sense that I keep their numbers because I feel like I need to keep their numbers. Or I feel like they're going to come back around. We need that in our phone. And we don't. And so I um, am working on just kind of once the tie is severed, like, once you end things with me, you don't really need access to my life again. Um... And obviously, I can choose at the end of the day who has access and who doesn't. But I think this just plays into we don't, just because we connected with someone once doesn't mean we have to connect with them in the future if they reach out. Another one is um, keeping clothes even though you haven't worn them in a while. So a couple weeks ago, I actually donated three bags of clothes. I went through my closet and kind of just did hardcore hardcore digging. I was like, that's a crop top. I will not fit into it next summer. Gone. Um, these are jeans that don't fit that I think I'm gonna, but really if I never lose the weight, then why am I holding on to them? So purging your closet. Amazing. Feels so good. And then another one is waiting until my car is literally about out of gas to fill up. I need to stop doing this. I am so guilty of it. I have never like totally ran out of gas where I'm on the side of the highway, knock on wood, but um, it has been a little bit rough. So, and to stop saying yes to everything. Um, I am a people pleaser at my core and I'm working on improving on that and just stop saying yes when I do want to do something, but at the same time, I know I need to rest. So, those are my 2024 outs and 
If you guys have yours, please, please, please. I would love to hear what they are um, and would love to touch on them. So I hope you liked my little makeshift list of my ins and outs. Next up are my 2024 resolutions. So there's a few that I probably won't talk about on here just because they're personal. Um, but one goal of mine is to work out four times a week. And I watched this TikTok last week on how when you make resolutions, that's great, but you need to make them measurable for them to actually work. And I was like, yes, girl, that's right. So working out four times a week. I want to read 50 books this year. Um, I would like to... I'm blanking on what they are now because I didn't write them in front of me. <laughs> Martha. Um, but I feel like I touched on them on my ins and outs. Um, also, I'm trying to be more present in my relationships. Um, get accepted to grad school. That's a big one. Um, so think of me. Um, and just be living in the moment is a big for me is is big for me. But I know people will come for me because they'll be like, Martha, you take photos and videos of everything. Um, and I do. And I post a lot on social media of my photos and videos. And I think a lot of people can portray themselves and say, well, you can't be present if you're doing that. But ultimately, I am present. And I think I do it. Well, I know I, why I do it. Because until you've lost a parent or someone in your life is no longer with you, you really don't understand what a video and photo can do for you. So ever since I've been like, we're going to do a whole video on grief or a video, a whole podcast on grief because I could go on for hours. But um, I lost one of my parents um, when I was 11 and I learned quickly after that that I need to take all the photos and I need to take all the videos to remember the moment while also being present in the moment. So that's a big one. Um, and I also like with this podcast, I ultimately am just putting it out into the world to seeing how it does. Um, and I want to create a community of girls, women, anyone, everyone is welcome, but of people who feel like they listen to my podcast and they connect with it and, um, want to be a part of this community, Marty party. Um, so that's a big thing. I also would love to maybe host a live show later in the year, um, probably towards like the end, maybe around my one year anniversary of the podcast. This is all far I don't want to say far-fetched, but right now we're on episode two. So who knows how life will take us, where life will take us. Do you want to travel more? I am going to Germany and Prague in July. And I'm so, so, so excited. So I cannot wait for that. Um, but I do have to touch on my vision board right now because my vision board last year. So I was looking at it the other day. And I kind of had like obscure like words on it like celebrate everything was one of the ones that I totally did and I did this in multiple ways but I was looking at it the other night and I almost cried like a baby because I was staring at it and I'm like well that just goes right to the podcast like if a year ago someone was like Martha at the end of 2023 you're gonna release a podcast I would have been like what are you okay um but I look at that now and it says celebrate everything 
And it makes me emotional because subconsciously, I guess I knew when I was doing my vision board that I was going to put out something in the world like this. And um, the fact that it's like part of my tagline for my podcast is even like crazier to me. And I manifested it. So, girlies, if you're listening and you feel like you want to do something, this is what I say. Make a freaking vision board because these are amazing and they, like, you don't realize while you're doing it. It's a fun task to do, too. Like, put photos from magazines and Pinterest on a canvas on your wall. You look at it every day and it subconsciously, like, in the back of your mind is, like, there without you realizing it. Um, but also, it really manifests things. Like, without you even, like, thinking it's going to. And for me in 2023 to have created one that says celebrate everything without even knowing the podcast name or the podcast tagline or anything is literally bonkers. It's a bonkers to me. But if you have certain goals you want to reach this year, do it. Like, you don't have to write out resolutions Um, I'm kind of anti-resolutions because I feel like in the new year you're coming up with all these goals but you don't always follow through because you're just writing these resolutions fast and for me I don't really think you need a resolution to change your life and you also don't need new years to change your life if you want to be better for yourself whether it's mental physical anything like that you're gonna do it no matter what day of the year it is so, um, but a vision board does not have to be done in the beginning of the year. It can be done whenever, and it's really good to just visualize things. Um, I'm so pro vision board. I've done them since 2019, I think, and I literally love them so much. So, that's my little tidbit on that. Um, and I didn't forget about Marty's mantra for the week, and I also want to touch on my word of the year. So, my mantra for the week... I was thinking about this and I was like, I can't really come up with one, but I do have to say like subconsciously I have been right now feeling like that this season is happening to me for a reason. So my mantra would be um, that I feel like, okay, this is like so drawn out, but my mantra would be um, that this is cliche. So, oh, so, so cliche, but what's for me won't pass me. And the reason I'm in this season is because I'm meant to be in this season and to celebrate every season I'm in without pushing for the next one. So right now I'm in a season of singleness, of putting my needs before anyone else's because that's what's important to me right now. And to just being myself and living my life authentically for me. And my word of the year for 2024 is authentic. I thought of it on the drive home and I was like, you know what? That's such a good year. (laughs) It is a good year. That is such a good word for the year. So my word for the year is authentic. And I feel like I've been living this every year because I'm pretty like, I'm authentic. I mean, I'm honest. I don't really care what people think of me, of what I'm doing. I mean, I say that, but I'm a people pleaser. So that's like, 
not totally the truth, but it ultimately comes down to me like chasing my dreams. I put out this podcast authentically. Like I put this out because I wanted to put it out, not because I have a following, not because I have a lot of fans, just because I felt like it needs to be in the world. And so with the word authentic, I also am just authentically wanting to put out content in the world. I don't really care if 100,000 people watch it. I don't really care if I have five followers. I just know this is something I've always wanted to do and something I can't hold back on because I feel like someone's going to judge me or someone's going to be like, Martha, why are you doing that? Like, what? That's weird. Um, And ultimately, at the end of the day, I do not care because I'm living this life for me authentically. Mm-hmm. Um, But ultimately, like, I do things with a pure heart and I know I have good energy and I know that I have this light that's different than other people's light that I put in the world and I spread positivity and it might offend people and people might not like it, but that's okay because at the end of the day, I'm authentically me. So that's a wrap. Um, But I just think it's such a good word for the year. So yay. Um, I'm so excited to see what happens in this new year. A lot of good things are coming. I can already feel it's the first week of the year and I know everyone's like, I feel like it's going to be a good year. And I'm like, but I know it's going to be a good year. I don't just feel it. I know what I'm going to do and what I'm going to accomplish. And I'm so excited. So I just want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode for all the support when I released Marty's Parties Pod. And I just... Wish you all the best for 2024. I hope you all have a happy, healthy new year. And I hope you create your vision boards. And I hope you manifest good things into your life. Because I'm manifesting them for you right now. So, until next time, I'll see you next Friday. Bye!